This is the Edumatch Podcast Network, bringing you amazing educators sharing their love of learning one show at a time. The Edumatch Podcast Network is proud to support this show and many others. Find out more at edumatchpn.com. The ideas and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of the individual podcaster. Welcome to the Undercaffeinated Podcast, a weekly podcast for educators who don't have time to listen to a podcast, kind of like us. Each week we'll cover a different topic in education in just about five to ten minutes. Our goal is to share bite-sized chunks of professional development so you can join us, whether you're driving your kids around, preparing dinner, making copies during prep, or really doing just about anything. This is PD for real teachers who are real tired, coming to you from Nevada, Colorado, and Florida. Welcome to another episode of the Undercaffeinated Podcast Special Guest Series. Today I'm talking with Dr. Sam Festus as she talks me through all of my um, mis- mispronunciations and, and misspeakings. Um, we originally connected on Instagram not even that long ago. Sam sent me a DM and I replied and somehow the conversation just kept going and it was really great. Um, we even tried to connect for coffee at ISTE, pre-pumpkin spice season, of I know, my heart. <laughs> um, right? But um, schedules being what they were, we just, we never were able to connect. But we are here now. So why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on the Undercaffeinated Podcast. So excited. Thanks for coming. Okay, so um, I am a professor of education at a liberal arts school about an hour away from Pittsburgh called Grove City College. We have fabulous ed department and a fabulous outlets um, for shopping. So I (laughs) teach pre-service teachers about ed tech and special education. I also oversee a couple of our special ed student teachers. So it's so much fun to see them grow. I usually see them their freshman year when they first come in and then, you know, when, when they're seniors, when they're um, getting their student teaching experience. It's so much fun to see them grow and learn and apply all the stuff that they're learning about in their coursework in a real classroom. Um, I'm also the author of Magica Guide for Pre-Service Teachers and soon to be released on November 26th, Magic Shine On, a guide for new teachers. Holla! So excited for Edumat. That's Uh, awesome. Yeah, and then I have a podcast too because you know why not? Everybody else is doing it. Um, (laughs) Jump on that uh, bandwagon. Well, it's a lot of fun. I like it. Um, It's called Edumagic and it's geared towards future educators. So yeah, a little bit about me. I'm also a mom of an amazing three-year-old. Her name is Summer and she is um, singing right now Frozen. So yeah, (laughs) that is my life. Is it snowing where you're at? It is snowing. Yes, yes. It was the first like actual snow where it actually laid on the ground today and we had to bundle up and get all of our snow gear on as soon as we got home from school. And she goes, I'm going to make a snow angel. Like, well, okay, good luck with that. It's not that much snow, but okay. And I'm going to go build a snowman. So we did all the things with very little snow, but you know, we did though and it was great. It's okay. Snow when your child is the best. But it's so magical. It is. It's cold when you're an adult. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just 
But Frozen singing is appropriate. <laughs> it is. It is. Okay. Well, thanks so much for all of that in- good information. And I'm going to have to, like, roll with it because you answered uh, some of the questions I had prepared. That's the great thing, right? Don't apologize. That's the great thing about um, having guests is this conversation, right? Like, I have my questions that I'm like, eh, kind of maybe. But I like the conversation piece much better. But, um, I, so my first question, you didn't answer. You said you have a podcast, Magic, right, for pre-service teachers. Um, but other than just kind of saying, it looks like fun, what really made you want to do a podcast? Sure. So, in my opinion, there's a lot out there for current educators, for administrators, for um you know, all the, all the grade levels and all the different specializations, but there wasn't anything out there for future teachers. And I think they often get overlooked because, oh, you're going to college, you'll learn all that stuff in college. Well, college programs are very different from, you know, around the globe. So I just wanted to pour into the lives of future teachers, inspire, encourage, challenge, and support them, and also bring them onto the show. I have a couple of future teachers on the show that are, um, I'm going to be coming out in January, and it's just so much fun to shine a light on the work that they do because they really have great value to the to add to the educational field. I yeah. think sometimes they feel, oh, I don't have like five years, five weeks, or even five days of experience, so I don't have anything to offer, and that's so untrue. They have so much to share as they're learning about different techniques, they're learning about strategies, and just to shine a light on things that they're doing in their student teaching or in Project, all sorts of different things in their coursework to support their learning, I think needs to be needs to be shared. So that's why I have the podcast to support and to encourage and shine a light on the great stuff that they're doing. And I, I couldn't agree more. Um, if we didn't have new teachers coming in and new ideas coming in, things wouldn't change. I mean, there are always educators who want to change, right? But when you get that in mass. Like that's where the inspiration and the excitement and that fresh idea of I'm going to change the world comes in, right? And that's what mm-hmm. keeps that us invigorated, you know? So I love it. I love it. I think it's a really great um, basis for your book and for your podcast and everything. I'm, I'm grateful. And truth be told, um, current educators can learn a lot from it because what we forget, what we learned in college, and some of it is just good practice. Like good teaching right. is just good teaching. Good practice is just good practice. Mm-hmm. You're right. Best practice will always be best practice. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So then, do you ever do you ever integrate your podcast? You talked about how you have some of your uh, pre-service teachers coming in and have it like to be on your podcast. Do you ever integrate your podcast into your classes? That's a great question. Yeah, so the podcast started last April, and I talked to Chris Nessie, who was your guest from last week, or maybe it was two weeks ago, and I said, hey, Chris, I have an idea for a podcast, and he goes, okay, let's talk about, like, some content. I'm like, I think I want to launch it in two weeks, and he's like, okay, <laughs> as you know, that's how I roll. I'm like, let's do this, let's do it yesterday, so um, so all throughout the summer, I was, um, you know, getting recordings, and I was, you know, getting having guests, guests on the show, 
and I did a couple of solo episodes about PLNs and digital portfolios, things I cover in my class like all the time. And I, instead of having them, having my students read about, you know, read about on a blog or read about on somebody else's website, I'm like, and you're gonna listen to the podcast. It's only 10 minutes. You know, you can walk from your dorm to get dinner while you listen to it and you just come on back to class and we'll chat about it. Well, would you know, they really liked it. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. I think I'm gonna do that again. So, so they listened to like one about professional learning networks and why it's important for pre-service teachers to have them. What is a professional learning network? So things I would have covered in class anyway, they just listen to a little 10 minute episode that they can like, depending on what type of player they have, they can they can make it like double time and have me talk super fast. Um, but it was a really easy way to get the content in a way that they can consume it that fits their schedule. And I thought that was pretty darn cool. Um, and then for my Great. student teachers, I did a series with um, Aaron Lewis, who is a career services um, uh, supervisor, director at a local university for education. And I had her come on and she did one all about job fairs. It ended up being a two-part series because we talked so much. And so I, <laughs> I sent that to my student teachers. I was like, hey, there's a job fair coming up next week. You should probably listen to these, the, these two episodes. They might help you out. So having it be like supplemental pieces that I'm just throwing in there left and right, bobbing and weaving, I think, it, I think it's working really well. I really like it. I think they're enjoying it. It's just different perspectives and allowing them into that conversation. I don't go and I don't advertise like, hey, I wrote a book and I have a podcast and all these things like in my class. I'm like, if you like my first time, like, and I wrote a book and I have a podcast. If you want to listen to it, that's cool. If not, that's cool too, but you will have to listen to a couple of episodes, just saying. So uh, like, I don't, <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'm very like low key about it, but I think it's a lot of fun. Well, and so I just, I have to say, remember like the best practice is best practice. No big deal. So by providing the opportunity for your learners to listen to the podcast, you're appealing to a different type of learner. Ooh, girlfriend, yes. I know what I'm Side talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got some bitmojis going on in real life. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I hate it when my bitmoji looks better than me. Like, she looks better than me all the time, and it really gives me a little bit of, that's so sad. <laughs> It's a cartoon. They don't have the real life troubles that we have. This is true. You know, like I just got to give it to her. Yeah, you look good, girl. You probably got sleep. <laughs> All right. So then, you know, you have some episodes that are solo and you have some episodes that are guests. On average, how long does it take you to like record and edit and publish and all of the things? That's a great question. So I have a checklist that I have from like step one, find a topic <laughs> all the way down to like post it on all the social media platforms. It's probably about like 10 or 11 steps in there and I have it laminated so I can check it off, make sure I do all the things. But you like from teacher. topic, like if it's me going solo, it's probably about two hours and that includes recording time and coming up with what I'm going to say but if it's a guest episode I would probably say more like four to five hours because there's more editing to do mm -hmm. and making sure the tracks line up um, in audacity um, creating the the graphic that that um, you know proudly shows the, the person who, who's the guest and, and making sure I tag them properly on all the social media accounts that they have creating a um, 
a blog post to go along with it with show notes and sometimes if they have like a great checklist I'll include that as a freebie so then that's created in Canva so it takes a little bit more time because sometimes there's more additional pieces with a guest um, especially if it has like oh the guest you know provided these five great tips for resume writing okay make sure you hop on the website because there's a freebie to go along with it I love providing that because sometimes we're listening to it in the car or on our way somewhere we don't have anywhere to write down notes so providing my listeners with a takeaway or something they can just go print really quickly or save to their phone or something really helps them and I think that it really helps me to um, get my get the message clear and concise with these five like tangible takeaways from that episode that's really good advice and just for anybody listening out there um, we're not saying like a couple of hours or four to five hours like in one sitting this is like spread out yes (laughs) Yes. (laughs) like wow and you have a three-year-old you're sitting there for five (laughs) hours it must be nice to just hang out for four or five hours (laughs) editing that episode and I, I i do like i'm really hard on myself when it comes to like editing out like breath sounds and ums and uhs and like uh so i tend to overdo it <laughs> so i can i can you know ease back a little bit on those things because it's natural speech patterns and and i right. need to get okay with that <laughs> that's okay i can help you because we do no editing except for cutting off at the me. beginning that, that see and it's it sounds great because it's a oh. natural conversation where mine it's like oh, she said um or um and I'm like I gotta take it out gotta take it out <laughs> no no we just we don't have that uh, bandwidth I'm gonna say to to do the editing so we do it for fun and so if there's you know obviously like this particular episode I'm going to cut off the the front end because I think I had to start it restart it three times which I'm not afraid to admit it it is totally cool we restarted three times I think it's harder on the host sometimes than it is the guests I like I like being in this chair a little bit you know this is nice It is. I mean, I would imagine it's kind of easy, right? We did a, we did one guest episode. Like, we were guests on one show. And it was super funny because we just started the podcast and I had lost my voice. So I was like, yep, yep. <laughs> That's all you're getting from me. Okay, so just a couple more questions. Sure. You ready for this one? I'm ready. Lay it on me. All right. What are your personal, like, top two, three podcasts that you just like listening to? Yeah. So on my playlist, I have 10 Minute Teacher Podcast with Vicki Davis. Yes. She, I can listen to her all day long. And I listen to her usually Monday, Wednesday, Friday when I have a shorter commute. Tuesday, Thursdays, I go with Chris Nessie um, because he's a longer episode and I have a longer commute that day. Um, if I'm not feeling ed techy or I don't want to do anything with education, I'll mm-hmm. go to um, Amy Porterfield or I'll go to um, the Gold Digger podcast. Those are like, yay, I can do these things and I'm awesome. <laughs> like, and I, sometimes you need that, you know? So right. yeah, those are my two education and my two non-education. All right. Those are great ones. I didn't hear our name. I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh, you're sweating here. (laughs) Totally joking. Um, You're good. You're very good. And those are really great ones. I really like, um, I think it was Sarah from Edumatch turned me on to to Gold Digger, and I was just like, yes. 
yes, I can Don't do things. Don't you feel so things. empowered? Like, I can do things. Yes, yes, I can do stuff and things. It's and I can automate them. And it'll be yes. awesome. <laughs> I feel very excited right now. Yes. <laughs> All right, last question. And this one, this one I throw in because I think it's fun. It has nothing to do with education. It has nothing to do with podcasting. I know, I think we all know, that you are a big pumpkin spice lover. True that. Right? Mm-hmm. It's true. Like it's, I mean, it's in your podcast. It's, yeah, and it's in my, yeah, it's all over the place, yes. But when it is not pumpkin spice season. And it's coming to an end. I, I've come to grips with this. <laughs> you still have a little bit of time. Like, I think I have, like, till around December, and then it'll be gone. Oh, I thought it was stayed till after Christmas. Maybe not. So. I need to go get some pumpkin spice. But <laughs> when it's over, what is your caffeinated beverage of choice? It's so sad because it gets so basic. It's just a regular old Pike Place, two creams, two sugars. I'm good to go. <laughs> That is like any, so when it's not pumpkin spice season, I'm Pike Place only. <laughs> and it's like black with a little cream and sugar. I know, right? And it's so opposite of the pumpkin spice latte, which is like all the sugar, all the caffeine, all the whipped cream. And I was like, just Pike Place, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, at least you, at least you have your two go-tos. And, 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 my, and my husband can't mess it up. If it's pumpkin spice season, you go pumpkin spice. When it's off season, you go pie place. Good, keep yeah. it simple. Keep it, yeah. Good call. Keep it, keep it basic for the husband. I yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like they it. always get your order right. <laughs> <laughs> my husband's my like, husband's like mm-mm, no, no. Because <laughs> he knows if he gets it wrong, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> He's like, it's not worth the risk. (laughs) You make your own coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much. This has been a blast. Thank you. All right. So for all of our listeners, are you interested in starting a podcast, either for yourself or for your school or for your classroom? Um, If you are, please feel free to reach out to Sam Fessich at you want to give them your handle? Yeah, please do. It's at S-F-E-C-I-C-H. S-F-E-C-I-C-H. Find me over on Twitter and the gram. Right. So you can reach out to her. You can reach out to me. I'm EBG Tech or any of my co-hosts um, at Miss Griff's Corner or at Joelle Masseri um, or any of our other podcasting guests. Um, please ask questions, share stories, any of it. It's very welcome. And thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Um, We're at Undercaffeinated on Twitter and Instagram, and we would love to hear from you. If you do like what you've heard today, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. That way we can help other educators find us just that much easier. Thanks, Sam, so much. Thanks so much for having me. Woo, go (laughs) Undercaffeinated. Go Edumagic.